This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. April is National Safe Digging Month, and 811 is the number you call before you dig. And today on the program, we welcome Robert Leslie from Atmos Energy to talk about calling before you dig and the hazards of digging without having utility lines marked. We've got some horror stories about that coming. (laughs) Also, we're here for any home improvement or DIY questions questions you may have during the spring season. I mentioned at the top of the show that, hey, you know, we've got a couple of contractors in-house. They're here for free. They cost money to pull up into your driveway. So go ahead and call in 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How's everybody this morning? Man, I'm doing great other than uh, maybe sinus or Allergy, I don't know what it is. And you're getting a little late in the game there, too, as far as the allergy stuff. I know, I know. You went through the bad Uh, season. I've been been late to everything. Right, yeah. You missed March. Right. (laughs) So so what did you guys work on this weekend? Well, it was a holiday weekend. So it was Easter weekend. Did you guys have a good time? Did you get to work on anything? Um... I didn't work on anything. Right. <laughs> um, he had his people. I thought about it. Right, yeah. That was so, good of you. I mean, that's working. Right, yeah. Dell? I was the same way. I really needed to have work, but mm-hmm. I just said I was going to give everybody the weekend off, so we did nothing. Well, then you'll have to live off of my story. There you go. Okay, well, here we go. <laughs> so it was the big weekend. I decided I wanted to uh, use my pressure washer again. Oh, wow. I haven't, it, haven't, used, it, yes. haven't used it in like a year. Right, and this is this is why. It, by the way, folks, it's dumb to buy a pressure washer. You should probably rent one. <laughs> yeah, it, well, you know it's it's a it's a once a year thing. In fact, it's funny you mentioned that. My wife asked me this morning. She said, "Where's the pressure washer?" At Jason's so, house. So, yeah. so you know that 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 tells you right there. If you don't know where it is, right, you don't use it much, right. No. So, <laughs> That's a very good point. If you don't, if you don't, if you can't yeah. find the tool, right, you probably haven't used it a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I did use it this weekend, and I can tell you, it's neat. I did the uh, did the concrete uh, the driveway. Right. Okay. I wanted to do the driveway. Well, last year I did it where you have the you have the the little wand thing, and you just kind of go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and then you stop and go to sleep for three days because it is brutal to do that. However, they sell a gadget, folks. They sell this really cool gadget. Oh, the driveway cleaner. Yes, the driveway cleaner. Okay, what it is? It's it's it looks like um like an iRobot. You know, like the Roomba. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know, it's yeah. just kind of a circle thing, yeah. and and you connect your your pressure washer to it, and what it does, it goes on the ground. First of all, it makes it so that all the water doesn't splash up all over mm-hmm. all over you. You, you know, don't need which a rain is, suit, which is great. Yeah, you don't need a rain suit. The other thing is, it has these little spinning guys underneath it that that clean just the just the concrete underneath or whatever the surface is underneath. Oh my gosh! But it does a great job. It is yes. unbelievable. I finished it, and by the way, it's like you're out there, you're cleaning your driveway. It looks like you're you're vacuuming your house, you mm-hmm. know, because you're just doing like this. Instead, it doesn't look it's like very, you're right. like it's very, working. Very, very, very user friendly. Well, again, you know, the next time I use it, next what May or whatever, it'll it'll be good again. I'm sure, but I can tell you, it worked great. I think I spent like 
fifty bucks on it. Sure, it was. It, but if you can rent that along with a pressure washer, it is absolutely amazing. Yes, and it makes it makes your all of the, your paved stuff at your house just look amazing. Also, we had to go after the green stuff on the side of the house that grows this time of yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, on the north side of the house. Well, man, that was fun. It was fun. Yeah, See how out. excited I got? Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nordic calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And a quick thank you, by the way, to all the DIYers and pros out there for your support during Pledge Drive. Fix It 101 was a good hour, and we raised some good money during our show. So thank you very, very much. Some of the... uh, uh, we really do appreciate it. That's a big deal for us. Also, uh, recovery still going on all over the state. My gosh, mm-hmm. uh, Dell was just showing me a tree that he had to wrangle with earlier in the week that oh, was, man. what did you say, 54 inches across? Yes, mm-hmm. bigger That's than a shit of plywood. Just under five feet across. Gosh, this, man. This, this tree <laughs> that came down. That is unbelievable. Crushed two cars. It was, it was you know. And then how are you going to lift that? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anybody can cut it, but who's going to haul it? Right. Well, you know, I've got a little personal story there too. We, uh, my my son moves his Camaro because he thinks it's he's going to move it to a better spot. Right. <laughs> Thirty seconds after he moves it to the better spot, uh-huh. take a guess what happened? The tree no. falls on it. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> that this time? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, and and possibly totaled the car. Oh no yeah. Way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, let me I mean, ask you. Just, let me, I mean, this horrible, kid may be smarter than luck. you think. Did, well, did he want that car? Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah, yeah, no, he really was in love with the car. I mean, okay. Absolutely. All right. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and take a uh, take a quick call here. Uh, Kalita's on the line in Jackson. And uh, where can you rent a pressure washer? With us, Kalita? Yes, I am. How are you doing? Very good. You know what? They've got these in a lot of different places. Um, I don't know if you've tried at one of the big box stores in a while. Have you ever tried that? No, well, I just bought a house about six months ago, uh-huh. and I noticed they have some green on the side, and I wanted to, I priced having somebody do it for me, and it was like $250. So. Right, right. Or you can rent that machine for what? What do you think, guys? 50 bucks a day, something like that? Yeah, it's it's um, it's it's relatively Yeah, expensive. but you yeah, can do all under 100 you know, machine and supplies. Yeah, you can do everything yourself. It, um, and I will say that there's a couple of things to keep in mind with that. Watch a YouTube video on it. Uh, okay. def- definitely put on some good shoes and, and, and uh, some eye cover. But okay. I would say also that, yes, you can rent it. And you can usually get it at the box stores, you know, your depots and, and Lowe's and, and Aces. Oh, okay. and, yeah, you know, and the tool rental. And, and then there's lots of stores that are just tool rentals out there mm-hmm. that, that, that you can find those. And they usually keep a couple of them. because There of, is. And, and then actually there are companies out there, and that's all they do. So, just depends on how much money you're willing to spend, and and uh, you know how much physical labor. It's going to sound crazy, but um, um, I know that a lot of times you'll find those rental stores in the same stores where they rent wedding chairs. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds insane. Yeah, that, that, all of this rental, the party stores. Yeah, they they rent party stuff. Stores. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, Kalina. Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's go on to uh, David and Flowood. What's going on, David? Hey, I got a question for your Atmos guy there. There we go. Well, I haven't been able to introduce him yet, but let's go ahead and say uh, Robert Leslie from Atmos Energy. Hi, Robert. Oh, hi, guys. Good morning. There Glad we go. to be here. Well, we've already got a question from David. Uh-oh. So what's going on, man? Um, I understand that Atmos has some uh, 
has a fleet of, of vehicles that run on both gasoline and natural gas, and I was wanting to see if they if, if, he, if he could tell me that um, are there any specific maintenance or or, or uh, hardware concerns with the engines on running with that natural gas. David, I actually have an answer for that. Uh, natural gas is actually better on maintenance than uh, gasoline. Natural gas engines run very clean. As you can imagine, natural gas is, a, is, a, is the cleanest of the fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a car, a work truck, or whatever that's running on natural gas, it, it actually uh, it has less maintenance, and, uh, and you can see natural gas vehicles that have, you know, 100,000, 150,000 miles on them, and you look at the exhaust system and all, and it's just, it's unbelievably clean. So uh, it's it's actually, as far as maintenance goes, it uh, it has a definite advantage over gasoline and certainly over diesel. Wow. Great. That might, that might roll over into the next program. <laughs> right, yeah, Everyday Tech. There you go. You're right. All right. All right, well, thanks, thank David. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, David. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Real quick, um, uh, you know, there's lots of folks out there right now recovering from the storms. Uh, there's still there's still power lines down in places. There's still trees down in places. Uh, remember, folks, lots of uh, contractors around, and this is the time where you have to be vigilant. Uh, if you can, try to hire local. Try to hire yes. local. If you can't find anybody uh, locally that's recommended, go on the Mississippi State Board of Contractors website, um, and you can find somebody there. Uh, don't take the first offer, folks. Here's the deal. If you just talk to two people, if you just talk to two people, think about it. You had one estimate. If you talk to a second person and theirs is wildly different from the first, you know there's an issue. Right. So that's insurance against somebody going one side or the other. Now, if you get a third, then you can be fairly sure where you're going with this. If you get a third estimate, because what that does, it will confirm either the either the first or the second estimate. That's right. That's right. And that way, you know, if you're uh, getting ripped off one way or, you know, or or did you explain the same scope of services to each contractor? That's right. You know, now I I do. I want to add one thing to that, Jason, and I agree with you. A hundred percent. But but people, please, if when you go get these multiple estimates, do not send the lowest estimate to your insurance company. In fact, don't even send an estimate to them at all. Make your insurance company come do their own estimate. Then compare that estimate to the three that you have. Because think about it for one second. If you send all three estimates into that insurance company which one are they going to pick lowest one there you go so just that just just caution that that's all i'm saying let the insurance company do their own scope and do their own estimate mm-hmm. okay that's that's great advice thank you thank you because they are paying right and do, it's their job and folks when you've got somebody walking up with the clipboard asked to see the papers i mean just Absolutely. I, mean, I, I don't know a better way to say that they, they really need to be licensed before you Put them around your property. That's right. You know. So, all right, Frank is on the line in Madison. What's going on, Frank? Nope, nope, not yet. Um, so, remember, oh, well, you know what? We can go ahead and do the Atmos tip of the day. There we go. Uh, the Atmos energy tip of the day, which reminds you to call 811 at least two days before you dig to have underground utility lines located and marked. 
And uh, today's tip of the day comes from Mr. Jeff Sammons. This okay. is your turn. You go now, for this it. One is, this one is amazing, people. Okay. Have you ever tried to hang that picture or that mirror that has the two hooks on it? Yes. Okay. Which you, is impossible. You, it, it is. You never get them level, do you? No, no. Okay. It's real simple. Take some masking tape. Uh-huh. Put it on back. Put it on the back of the picture. On the back of the picture. Uh-huh. Okay. Take your pen or pencil uh-huh. and poke a hole where the screw goes. Uh-huh. Take the masking tape off. Tape that masking tape no. to the wall. That's all you have to do. Okay. So did everybody follow this? All right, so you want to hang a picture, and you need two hooks because it's kind of a heavy That's picture. Right. That's right. So what you do is you take a piece of masking tape, and you put that on the back of your picture. You draw where you want the the holes to be in the wall. Yep. Right? Yep. Or on the tape. Hole on the tape. On the tape. You poke a hole there, and then you just pull the masking tape off, put it on the wall where you want to hang there it, you go. and you have the exact places in the in the wall where your hole should go. And there's no tape measure. And there's no tape measure. You're I, right. I, I do. I do recommend a level. So you know, get your tape level, of course. Wow. But uh, yeah, it's very simple. Good tip of the day. Thank All you right. very much. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, now, now we're going to take a break. That's what we're doing. It's time for our uh, first break of the hour. When we get back, we'll be talking with our guest Robert Leslie from Atmos Energy. If you have a project coming up and involves digging, you'll want to put the shovel down and make sure you're here for our next segment. Also, if you have any general home improvement questions, we're ready to help. Call 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Bill Ellison, host of Grassroots on MPB. American music is like America, a beautiful blend. It might surprise you how many artists who are regulars on Grassroots are members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, there's Bob Wills, Leonard Cohen, Johnny Cash, Hank Williams, Bill Monroe, Bob Dylan, Pete Seeger, Chet Atkins, Joan Baez, Jimmy Rogers, The Grateful Dead, Woody Guthrie, Eric Clapton. My 30 seconds are up, so tune in Saturday night at 8 on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today, our guest is Robert Leslie from Atmos Energy, and today we are talking about calling before you dig and why it is important. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, before we get to you, Mr. Lindsay, I'm going to go ahead and talk to Kathy in Mobile. She's got a comment, a comment about those three estimates. What's going on, Kathy? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. I just mentioned my husband's a contractor Mobile. When you get your estimate, go ahead and write down on a piece of paper exactly what you're wanting repaired, how you're running repaired, and everything, and give it to each of your three estimates, and that way you'll be sure you have the same thing being quoted. Does that make sense? Absolutely yeah, agree. That's a, that's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Because as I mentioned when we were talking to Jeff, you know, if you're if 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 you give one contractor more information than another, you're you're almost guaranteed yeah. to get a different estimate. Sure, yeah, yeah. you're you're you're, skew, you're skewing the the end result. Right. So. Exactly, and it's not equal, and it you know it, it just doesn't give you apples to apples comparison. But if you write it down when you have a moment to think clearly exactly what it is and how you want to repair it, then your estimates will come out to where you'll know 
well, you know, that they that they know what you're wanting. And um, I think okay. it'd be better. And, okay. and, and- and too, Kathy, I will make this comment. It, it is perfectly okay to give the contractors a copy of your insurance estimate. Uh, it, it's a true and correct figure. They, right. yeah. They've been doing they've been doing this for many many years. So it's not like oh my goodness, if I give the contractor this estimate, he's going to charge me more. No, they're not. It's just a. Um, it's a good scope of work. It really is. Right, right. Well, you know, we don't do remodeling. We're all new construction. But right. I just know it was our guys, and we were building a new house, and people have come in with certain things they want. They really appreciate having a list of these things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to make sure you don't get into the middle of the house there going, oh, wait, 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 I wanted granite countertops. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, you know, and everybody's had that happen. Thank you, guys. Well, thanks, Thank Kathy. Appreciate it. Let's uh, real quick. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Frank in Madison because this has to do with something we talked about earlier. That pressure <laughs> washing. You've already named I it. I knew it. I knew it. All right, yeah, I named it. Frank, are you with us? Yep, I'm here. All right, you're going to ask about the pressure washer. Yes. Can you use that thing on a wood deck? That little robot. Oh, that that little uh, circle thing that you use to clean the surfaces? You know, I will say this. We've talked about this on the show several times. Dell, would you use a pressure washer of any sort on a deck? Not really. Uh, You know... You don't want uh, all that water in your in your wood. You know, yeah, and pressure washers are famous for injecting water into yes, wood. Yes, and, and causing um, deep blisters and, and cracks and crevices. I would say um, on that deck, you know, we use usually the chemicals and a little uh, adjective for brush, and then just wash it off. You know, not too much pressure. I'm I'm not talking about a pressure washer direct. I'm right. talking about that little robot thing you were using to clean the Yeah, the little Roomba-looking thing. Uh, yeah. Well, I can tell you that it is less pressure than the 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 nozzle, than the, one. the nozzle, the one nozzle. Because remember, in this particular model that I had, it had two nozzles. So so you're cutting the pressure. You follow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense because there's but more coming it, out. It mostly recommended for concrete, you yes, know, driveways. It's, it's recommended mainly, yes. And and Frank, now this this thing is not a, it's not really a robot. No, nah. it, it has a handle on it. It's 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 it looks like a hospital floor machine. Yeah, you, you know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you with me? Okay. So yeah, yeah. I just I wouldn't use it on wood, Frank. Uh, that's we've been told before not to pressure wash wood. Yeah, that that it's probably not a great idea. So, or, yeah. or at least raw okay. wood. You know. Yeah, and if you do, okay. you know, get the pressure way down. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks, Frank. Let's. Uh, oh, oh, got this from Susanna and Tupelo. A comment about uh, last week's moss on the roof. Mm. Wet and forget. She got a product called Wet and Forget Bottle Hooks to the Hose. Took 15 minutes to do the entire roof. Mm-hmm. The moss was dead in a week. And they have a version that works on decks also, is what she just said. Hmm. So there you, there you go. All right. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. But we're going to talk about today, uh, Robert Leslie's in from Atmos Energy Welcome in, Robert. Sorry we hadn't gotten to you yet. Well, no, no problem, guys. Glad to be here. I, this is, uh, it's always interesting, you know, to hear what people 
have to say and what their comments are and you know questions. So it's it's great. What would um, uh, what is your role at Atmos Energy? I'm the uh, public affairs director for Atmos Energies, which means uh, I do a little bit of everything. I do everything from from PR, you know, news media stuff, like right. interviews like this, to you know, government relations, to customer uh, issues. So uh, it's a it's a it, it, it's a wide variety. Right. So this is uh, April. It's National Safe Digging Month, and uh, is so. T- <laughs> tell us about the eight one one program. What's that about? Well, eight one one is probably something that folks are aware of. They see commercials about it all the time, but they right. may not understand how it works. And uh, first of all, it's a free service, uh, and that that you know, you, it doesn't cost you anything to call eight one one. But if you have a project, say you know you're going to be digging in your yard or, or, or installing something in your yard, mm-hmm. uh, everybody has lines running across, running underground. I mean, it could be gas, mm-hmm. it could be water, water sewer, it could be electricity. The uh, what you need to do is know where those lines are before you start digging, and so. Right. 811 I mean I mean we're we're in Jackson the 811 center for the state is in Jackson and it's if you guys have never been there I highly recommend y'all taking a tour of it you would you'd right. probably find it fascinating uh, it's very high tech you call in and you say you know yeah, I'm John Smith. I live at you know 1313 Mockingbird Lane, you mm-hmm. know Clinton, Mississippi. And so they will look up that address. Uh-huh. They've got all kind of satellite mapping stuff. Wow. And uh, I mean, like I say, it's 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 you'd be surprised how high tech it is. And uh, and then they look at you. They find your location, mm-hmm. and they have a guide to what utilities are in that neighborhood. I mean, like you may not have. All of them, mm-hmm. but they but they show like the uh, who serves the electricity, who serves the gas, who serves water, sewer, that sort of thing, and then they notify the utilities. They say, hey, they they call Atmos Energy and say, mm-hmm. okay, this fella is going to do a yard project, uh, and he needs his gas line marked, and so we are in charge of coming out and getting that gas line. Eight one one lets us know. We notify people to 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 locate the line, and that's okay. where you see the paint sprayed. Uh, you know, the in, flu- in right. natural gas case, it's it's fluorescent uh, fluorescent yellow. Uh, there's also red for electricity, blue for water, that sort of thing. Right, uh, and 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 like I say, you do that, you know exactly where your where your lines are, and so when you go and do that project, you don't have to worry about about accidentally. Uh, hitting lines, and it's just a much safer thing to do. Now, one of the things that is funny to me is because mm-hmm. when we think of 811, all of us sit here thinking of like a backhoe digging. Yes. But this is this is also putting a fence in or yeah. – Planting yes. a tree, they're flower beds. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that is a uh, you're and you've hit on something. That that's exactly it. That's where we see a lot of damage uh-huh. is from folks thinking, oh well. Yeah, I don't have a back. I'm not operating a backhoe. I'm not digging that far. Right, well, you're digging farther than you may think, and uh, mm-hmm. or the lines could be closer uh, than than 18 inches under the surface. So, uh, the uh, it, like I say, just better safe than sorry. You mm-hmm. know, safety is our top priority at Atmos, and it should be yours as well. Um, Robert, I want to ask this question: What what potentially can happen? Let's say I'm starting a dig project. And for some reason, I don't call. Uh huh. And I, I hit something. Yeah. What mm. What potentially can happen to me? That, uh, yeah, Jeff. That's actually a very good question because the answer really is until about three years ago, not much. 
we had the 811 law and the 811 system in Mississippi, but there was no enforcement mechanism. And I'm going to get kind of in my government affairs role here, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit into the weeds. But uh, uh, in, in 2016, the legislature passed um, an enforcement mechanism. And so mm-hmm. now there is a fine structure. There's a board that has been set up to look at claims uh, to, and and you, you, there are, uh, in addition to just the general danger. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sure. if you hit something, if you hit a gas line, there could be trouble. If you hit the power line, there was even uh, when the legislature was debating this. Uh, I remember Terry Burton, Senator Terry Burton, was talking about a situation that he had in his home area of Newton, where there was a medical facility near where somebody was digging. They didn't call eight one one. They cut the phone line. Okay. Mm. And you can imagine the problems that happen when a medical facility can't call Loses in phone. or out. You right, know? So, right. uh, and, and so, like, he, he I, I just remember him making a, a, a really good speech about the fact that, you know, everybody thinks gas and power, you know, be, right. uh, things that, you know, can potentially uh, you know, be very dangerous. But he said a phone line... Mm-hmm. At the wrong, you know, the wrong cut, and you know, I don't, I don't have to go into anything I yeah. as far as cable and on this on Super Bowl week or right. something oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> right. I think we can all relate to that. Right. So, no matter what, I mean, like I say, call before you dig because they'll mark all the lines, and you, like I say, and you can go ahead and know, you know, what's underground before you go. My favorite part about eight one one is the horror stories that go with it, <laughs> and uh, it, 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 the the. The lady across the street, the lady right next to me, was getting a fence put in. I've told this story before, but it always cracks me up. Told this story before. The lady next to me was getting a fence put in. She hired someone, uh, more of a handyman, to come put in her fence. And this gentleman came in, and he had an an old-school post hole digger, you know. And and so he's a pretty hefty guy, pretty big guy. He gets up there, and he goes the very first, you know, Sticking the thing into the ground the very first time, and he put all his weight on it. Oh boy! And I don't like where this is headed. Right, it went exactly where you think, straight to the gas line. First hit, yeah, boom, yeah, nice. You know, and 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 I was telling Jeff on the way in here, I was kind of laughing. I was like, if you want, you know, three fire trucks and two cops at your house really fast, hit a gas line, yeah, yep. because it just, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Of course, they had to clear the area. Right before the, you know, it's unbelievable. You yeah. Know? yeah, and and chances are, chances are that contractor received a bill. Yeah, yeah. from the from not not only the um, the 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 invoice for putting the pipe back together, mm-hmm. you can also get an invoice for the amount of gas lost. Wow, wow. that's and, right. And, Ouch. And, and Atmos wow. knows exactly how much gas was lost. I bet you they do. do. <laughs> um, now, if, if this sounds like I've, I've been there and done that, I've been there and done that. Yeah. Right. Um, mm. I'll tell you a quick story and we'll move on. Um, in one of my offices, someone fell off of the roof, unfortunately hit the gas meter, broke the gas meter. Mm. We, we, we not only get a bill... For the gas loss, we get a bill for the meter. Oh, man. So if you ever want to know you what a, a bill meter for costs. A guy? Yeah, just fall off the yeah. roof. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the guy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, How much does that meter cost, it's, man? It's, it's expensive. Right. Gosh. Yes. Wow. Well, you know, the uh, – uh, and. 
about half of our about half of the of the real damage that Atmos sustains in, uh-huh. in the eight states we serve are from contract what we call third party contractors who are either you know not calling eight one one or and and that, well they're not calling eight one one and right. they're just thinking okay this is a quick job and a lot of a lot of those guys are under under time pressure you know they yep. want to get a job done right. they yeah. think it probably won't. You know, again, we. But it's almost like it's almost one of those things. If you want to find a gas line, don't call yeah, eight one one. Right, sure. yeah. <laughs> just you'll find it. You know, yes. you'll find you'll find yeah. it. So, We've got uh, some great questions for oh, okay. you, uh, oh, good. Uh, and then Robert, don't coming up. Not under there because it is right. But it's uh, time for another break. We're going to do that, Java. Yeah, time for another break. And if you want to join today's show, give us a call at eight seven seven MPB ring. Craig is on the line in Biloxi. We're going to get to you and Jerry and Newton. Um, 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're talking about 811 and being safe before you dig with Robert Leslie from Atmos Energy. Also, we're taking your home improvement questions. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And our guest today is Robert Leslie from Atmos Energy talking about safe digging in 811. If you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our MPB public media app. Today is our open topic show and we're looking for your home improvement questions. Uh, just before we went to break, Craig, we're coming to you in just a second, but just before we went to break, uh, Java makes up questions for me sometimes uh, for the show for me to ask. And, and this was my favorite one on the list. And I just could not get through the show without asking. It says, the gas line. How do you know if you've hit a gas line? And I thought, you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you will know. I mean, if, if you will, you'll usually hear it, and you can smell the Mercaptain. Uh, that, that's a good trivia question for you. Right? I, mean, yeah, I, I, I never smell knew ga- that. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was rotten eggs. Uh, right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the literal name for it is Mercaptain. It's like uh, when people say, "I smell gas." You, uh-huh. If you really want to, you know, mess with them, just say, "No, you didn't smell gas. Natural gas has no smell. We add that chemical in there. Right. It's called Mercaptain." And uh, and and it's pungent. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I say, you know when you've hit a gas. <laughs> okay. and, but and what people don't, I, I, I'm, since you brought up that topic, another thing that can happen is you can, like, say you dig and you nick a gas line. Uh-huh. You don't, but you don't pierce it. Uh-huh. Okay, and you think, and you look down there, you go, oh boy, we came right up next to the gas line. In a lot of cases, especially if a if it's a coated steel line. Uh-huh. You damage that coating. You knock the coating off. You do, you know, you you do your work. You fill it mm-hmm. all in. Well, that that gas line is damaged, and mm-hmm. that and that hole, that little nick that you put there, taking off the coating is going to cause corrosion. Now it can rust through. Yeah, right, exactly. Okay. And so then the next thing you know, now you're dealing with a gas leak, and you didn't, and you thought, well, I got away with it. I didn't right. call eight one. You know, I didn't call eight one one. Got away with it. No, you didn't. It's right. just gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna come back. So. All right, let's talk to Craig and Biloxi. What's going on, Craig? Yeah, I was wondering uh, who's responsible if if you hit a, li- a line that's only a few inches below the ground. And you know, I hit a water line. I was I was only dig. I only dug down about four inches, and I hit a water line. Uh, I already fixed it, but I was wondering what the procedure is for something like that. Well, did you call eight one one? 
No, no. Okay, we're not laughing at you. Busted. No, the, but, but, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I went down four inches and hit a waterline. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and one of the reasons I asked that is because that that's kind of a a new standard now that they have the well, it's, I don't know, it's not probably not a new standard, but since they have the uh, enforcement mechanism, one of the first things they're going to do is say, "Did you call eight one one? Was the line marked?" Uh, and and mm-hmm. the uh, and if the answer is yes, and uh, if the li- if the water if the you know, city of you're calling from Biloxi right if Biloxi came out and marked that water line uh, as as uh, you know as being there and you hit it, that's you, you know it, it's going to have to be it, there's going to be they're going to work with you on that but there is going to be some if you don't call eight one one it's almost always going to be your fault because right. you didn't call eight one one you get to pay the price. <laughs> Isn't there isn't there a standard that they're supposed to be so so deep? Uh, everything? Yeah, they're yes, they are supposed to be. But well, again, that's one they, reason why you call eight one one exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like say that water line may have been two feet below the surface when it was first put in. Right. Erosion, but erosion, no, no, rain, no, this, that sort of thing. So um, right, this 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 was put in four inches deep. It was close to the driveway, and the ground was hard. Okay. Okay. Well, and and two, Craig, another thing to to think about, that is part of the construction process that is not inspected. Right. Okay? We we do inspect our sewer tie-ins. We do not call for inspection on how deep is our water line or our sewer line or our gas line. Right. So just kind of keep that in mind. So like I said, the first thing, and if you have called 811 – and say they came in and mm-hmm. marked it, and you hit a line anyway, and a line that the, and and eight one that that that, that somehow they missed. Mm-hmm. Well, th- then it's not your fault at all. Uh, the uh, oh, I so got you. Be, right. You know, so if say, they missed it, if you did the procedure and the line either was not marked or was marked right. incorrectly, which can happen, then uh-huh. it, then it's definitely not your fault. In this case, it sounds like it was your fault because you didn't call 811. Right. All right. And, and two, keep in mind, if, if you hit a big enough transmission cable or a big enough gas line, it can um, it can hit you in the, in the checkbook very, very hard. Wow. And, and mostly in the safety aspect to it. Right. I mean, if you yeah, get it, that's right. Uh, you know. Blowing up is also a yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 All right, let's go from Biloxi to Newton and uh, see what's going on with Jerry. What's going on? Yes, sir. I'm a contractor. Um, and last year, uh, I needed to dig a swale or improve a swale that was in front of my customer's house. Mm-hmm. She was having water under the house that was causing problems. And uh, I called 911 because I've been at my own house. <clears throat> Talking about 811? Well, no, I've, I've made the mistake sitting in my own house. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've, I've cut phone lines and I've cut water lines, and it's no fun to fix a water leak, a water break, uh, you know, in a muddy hole, especially if it's winter time or something. No, mm, right. But anyway, I called 811, and, and another reminder is people probably need to do it two or three days ahead because they don't always get right out there. But I called 811, and they wouldn't mark any water line from the meter to the house, and that's where I needed to find out right. where it was. Interesting. So I needed to point that out for you, and I'll, uh, I'll let you go, and I'll listen to your answer. Thank you. Thanks. 
Appreciate you said it. They, they didn't mark the line. Yeah, that's from what the he meter. was saying. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I I had not heard that. I, in gas, uh, in my experience with gas lines, anyway, mm-hmm. they always mark. Uh, it, well, they, 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 I I I do agree with him. Um, the gas lines have a cable on it, so so we can find them. The water line coming from your meter to the house, done by the by the contractor, and there's no way to mark it. So. A lot of times they will not mark that, I got that you. Uh, water line. So there's a, there's a cable line. that goes along with the gas line so that you know it's there, so you can find it magnetically. Like tracer wire. Yeah. That's right. And then as far as your sewer, the way to find your sewer is go to the city wherever you're working and look, uh, talk to the city um, um, public uh, city uh, engineer and see if you can get the as-built Plans and they'll pull them up and say, "Yeah, your sewer is twenty-two foot back of the curb, thirty-four foot from you know right-hand right. property pin." So if it was built as as uh, as per plan, right? So. Okay. All right, folks. The number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Um, and I get this. We got a, a several emails this week, and they almost all had to do with water in one way or another. Uh, uh, here we go from William. He says, after last week's storms and heavy rain, I noticed that my carpet in my master bedroom was wet. There was an area about six or seven feet long and about one foot or so off the wall. I noticed during the storm that my gutter outside the bedroom was full and overflowing and have since uh, cleaned it out. Uh, if that does not solve the issue, what are my next steps? Who could I call to fix it? So do you guys think that this water getting into his house has to do with that gutter? Absolutely. We were called back to clean gutters we just cleaned a week ago. Really? Um, the storm filled them back up, and once they fill up and don't drain properly, that water's got to go somewhere. So That's it's, something it's else. coming in the house. Would that have to do with the siding he has on the house? Yeah, because a lot of them got that... Um, you know, the vinyl siding or, or different right. little, um, you know, cosmetics. And right. it's, it's not um, waterproof. It just looks good. Right. So water's going to get in there. If the gutters fill up, you got trouble. Right. And, two, you know, the rule of thumb is um, uh, six inches of fall, uh, ten feet out from your house. That's just a good rule of thumb. So Right. Yeah, six inches in the of the bottom fall. of the hill, you're in trouble. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. That is, you know, that is one of the biggest things that you can do for spring to save your house is clean your gutters. As yes. awful as that job is, it's that's one of the job. best things you can do. And it is a dirty job. And by the way, if you do clean your gutters, use a glove. You don't yeah. know what's in there. I know that sounds crazy, but I've I've come up with a with a handful of you know stuff from the roof and all that slimy and yeah I mean it's gooey. it's awful. Well, most so. of it's going to be shingle grit and then just dirty water and sticks right. and leaves. And if you leave it there too long, little trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, acorns fall in there, and then uh, <laughs> and see so that go. way to pull that gutter down too. Right, and you can tell you can tell when you see uh, a gutter that's drooping in the middle, something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, that's gotten too. It's heavy. collapsing. Right. All right, folks, uh, it's time for our uh, last break of the hour. You still have time to get your energy efficient and home improvement questions answered this moment, uh, answered this morning. Give us a call at eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, or send an email. 
to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. And our guest for the hour, Robert Leslie from Atmos Energy. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our MPB Public Media app. Also, you can listen to the rebroadcast every Saturday at 9, right before Gestalt Gardner. All right, let's uh, go ahead and go straight to the phones. Lori is on the line in Indianola. I got to talk to Lori because we're, we're always looking forward to get busted. Lori, uh, so you're calling to give us some feedback about some past advice? Yes, uh, the fancy faucet advice. The fancy faucet advice. Okay. Well, first of all, what was the advice before we uh, uh, refresh well, our memories? Uh, the problem was that there was I could not get between hot and cold with the Delta faucet that had a paddle handle. Uh-huh. And um, it was very stiff. And so your advice was to uh, look at the valve. And mm-hmm. I didn't do it myself. I did get a plumber, and that was the problem was the valve. It was all rusted. And so he got a Delta part and put it on there, and it's perfect. Yay! We won <laughs> thank one. You very, thank you very much. Thank Man, you, Lori. I, I love those calls. I know. You know what? That's just go. Cool. You know what? We, uh, Java, we need to get that clip from the A-team when he says, I love it when a plan comes together. Every time something good happens like that, we got to play it. Sure. Yeah. It's a good idea. Uh, thank you. I That's the reason that. you're the boss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's keep going. Susan is on the line in Meridian. What's going on, Susan? Hey. Hi. I was calling to share a story that could have been a real horror story, but thankfully the gas man came by. When the, the man was digging, I was talking with the man who did it because I was telling him that I was calling 811 to find out where to bury my horse when he died so I wouldn't uh-huh. dig up, you know. Right. And he went on to tell me that just a few days before, and this probably happened 10 or 12 years ago, uh-huh. he was driving into the town of DeKalb from Meridian. Mm-hmm. He passed a man with a bulldozer that was digging, digging, digging. He immediately stopped, and he said the man was just before hitting the major gas line that went in to DeKalb, and it would have blown up the town. Oh, my God. (laughs) And he said, he told the man, and he stopped him, and the man said, well, I asked the people across the street, and they said there was nothing buried there. Right, right. <laughs> that is unfortunately a typical story. I mean, I'm not kidding. We have a, a, a quick sidebar to this. We have started um, just a procedure where if we if we're if our regular guys are out and they see excavation uh-huh. going on, they stop and they look, and if they don't see the fluorescent 
markings right. of any kind, you know, mm-hmm. of, uh, of that, that, that clearly 811's been there, they stop and ask the guy, okay, where's your permit? I mean, where, where where's the proof that you've, you know, called 811? You guys have got to start a blog with these stories, man. This no. is just too much. And, uh, yeah. and, and they shut a job down here in the, in the Jackson metro area recently. Uh, we started at Natchez because, uh, we're, they were, there was just a pro, uh, just quick fact. Our, in 2018, mm-hmm. our lines were hit more than 460 times. All right, oh, that, now, that's, that's more a, than once a day. That's uh, that's mm-hmm. more than once a day. And right. when you think about a five day work week, but uh, right, the um, <laughs> and 30 percent of the time, which that's about 150 times, they didn't call eight one one. So really, okay. there was no well, call to eight one one. So. I want the guys that got it wrong seventy percent of the time. That's crazy. <laughs> so seventy percent of the time they were they were marked, marked and still hit them. Oh, and you, I, like I say, I know we, we've only got an hour, right? right? Like say, you got, <laughs> you've got you, there. There are some folks that just think well, and, and and we have heard about these cases where the where the the, the owner of the company will say, just, just dig. You know, we just need to get dig. the job done. If we hit anything, we'll pay for it. Just dig. And that is the wrong, yep, yep, wrong, right. wrong answer. Yeah, so. That's how you blow up a neighborhood. Yep, exactly. All right, let's go to Jimmy and Fairhope. What's going on, man? Hey, well, now you guys are making a big impression on me, or maybe scaring me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. If you call 811, that's the thing. That's yeah, good. I, I'm putting a fence in my yard, and I'm thinking, I was only thinking about my irrigation, my sprinkler system. And how am I going to find that? They would do they mark that as well? Is there any way to tell? No, I don't think to, they I don't think uh, they mark irrigation. No, we have to find no, the guys. No. So. Again, Jimmy, there's no way to to locate that that water. Right. You'd have to so, find the guys that install it and see if they have a map of what they did. Mm-mm, yeah. You know. No. You well, got to dig with a spoon. That's impossible because that's several years back. But, oh, typically uh, there you go. typically there's not going to be irrigation on property line so uh, typically they're going to they're going to come they're going to come inside that property line a foot or so yeah and remember 811 just looks at the utilities that uh that, where their oh, lines are right. run mm-hmm. so if, they, if, if a person has installed their own irrigation system there's no way to tell so right well, well and I appreciate that jimmy because the 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 thing is is those irrigation lines are put in by homeowners typically unless mm-hmm. it was put in there by the builder uh, uh, and that's a sub. I, but, yeah, there's yeah, no way to know. It, which is the same way for your water line going to your house. That that is not a, it's not a public utility. So so they're not responsible for finding that one. Right. Sorry, Jimmy. Uh, they can't uh, stop you from flooding something, but they will stop you from shocking yourself or, <laughs> or blowing, or, up, or the blowing up the neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, oh, and uh, Johnny's on the line. Johnny, uh, let's see. Let's go ahead. Are you with us, Johnny? He's in Kosciuszko? Yes. How are you doing this morning? Good. What's going on? Oh, yeah. The previous caller, he, uh, he gave my comment. But, yeah, of the customer side of the water meter, you're responsible for knowing where the water line is. You know, and I'm a contractor, so whenever I do new water lines for customers, for you know, modular homes and uh-huh. camps and stuff, it's just as cheap to go ahead and buy some rebar and lay rebar in the line with the water line. Good you know, idea. Most contractors, oh, that's a good idea. Huh. Most contractors, if you you, know, you spend $700 on a good chop saw, you can actually buy one of the uh, 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 underground meter detectors. I think mine was like 650 bucks. And, you know, once the rebar is laid down there, it's the same thing that uh, surveyors use. You can find that metal and you can mark it. That's so a great idea. This water line is, you won't have that trouble. You know, because I've had customers, 
where, you know, I've gone to their house. They say, well, this, 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 you know, and they actually run an underground electric line, and I'll end up cutting the line. You know, it's like, well, I'm not responsible for that because, you know, you didn't tell me that was there. You didn't right. tell yeah. it was there. Yeah. Wow. And also on the, uh, out here in the country, you know, this guy here in the rural areas, <laughs> the Water Association are actually responsible for coming marking the water line on their side. So right, if yeah. any of the uh, uh, markers that they used originally back in the 70s or 80s when these lines were done, if someone's bought that property and changed up, they have a hard time finding the water line because I've actually cut to, you know, they didn't charge me because they didn't know where the water line actually ran. Right. Which, yeah, okay. Well, thank you, Johnny. We appreciate that. Uh, that's a, a very good comment. And, man, a great hint about running a water line with some rebar that in there. That is a good yeah. idea. That's a that great idea. That should be standard. Yeah, <laughs> really. Somebody think about that. Pass a law. Uh, all right. So we are uh, getting close to the end here. But So, Robert, I want you to tell me, if someone is just joining us, we're, we're finishing up with Robert, tell him again about the importance of dialing 911, no matter what the project, <laughs> even if it, if it involves digging of any sort. 811. I did eight one one. Did I say nine one one again? Yeah. Well, nine one one is if you smell gas. Right. So, uh, so <laughs> right. We have a, we have a stake after in nine one one too. Right. That's after so, you, did. you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the uh, yeah, like I say, this is National Safe Digging Month. Mm-hmm. Like I say, our lines in, in just in the state of Mississippi were hit more than four hundred times last year, and in about a third of those cases, they did not call eight one one. You just as as we say, know what's below. If right. you're doing any kind of yard work or any kind of digging in your yard. Call eight one one. Like say two days, two business days, as we say. Really, three would be great, but uh, uh, so that they have time to come out, mark mark utility lines. It's a free service. It won't cost you anything, and uh, and you will have the peace of mind of knowing that when you're working, there's nothing but dirt under there. Right. So so uh, when when I call about how long should I give them? So how long well, should I plan my project? Yeah, like, like plan say, my project two out? days, you know, two business days uh, beforehand. So if you're planning on working this weekend, try to call them Tuesday or today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may can get it out. Now you can also request an emer- an emergency locate, uh, but that's a whole other that's a whole other subject. I don't think many homeowners are going to be in that situation. So. Right. All right, folks. Well, that's it. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Java Chapman. Our call screener is Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Simmons our, and our guest Robert Leslie, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. <laughs>